0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me today is my brother Spence.
1: What's up, guys?
0: So it's been a minute. It, been a minute. it has
1: been a minute, yeah. How have you been? Uh, I've been doing well. I've played a couple games. Uh, I got addicted to a couple recently. Uh, in the oh, time no, that, uh, yeah. So uh, we got a little bit, a little bit to cover today. I mean. There's no real big news, I think,
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: that that we have in mind right now. Maybe uh later on in this month there might be some better news that we can discuss. But
0: Right. Yeah, the big news is uh that you know, like the game developers conference was canceled and everyone's freaking out about the coronavirus right now. Yeah. And, and it's affecting uh game shipments and stuff like that and, and Nintendo's um has already said that it's affecting switch shipments you know ahead of animal crossing coming out you know so that's the news but that's just kind of you say it and you move on and we're just going to deal with it yeah Uh, i feel like i feel like uh we would have recorded something you know much earlier if one of the fabled nintendo directs that we've been thinking is going to be coming (laughs) would have happened but it hasn't happened uh, yeah, no. so yeah, it's just, you know, things have been going on, but, uh, we wanted to jump in here for sure because the final fantasy seven remake demo came out last week. So we do you want to yes. talk about that? We'll get to that yes. in a minute. Yes. Just want to make sure you went to that up top. And before we get to that though, we did want to talk about just the games that we've been playing. Yes. You know, things we want to catch up on. So you have a more recent released game. That you want to talk about? My stuff is old, so why don't you go first?
1: So, recently, um, I had a conversation about probably about two weeks ago, honestly, not even, uh, with one of my best buddies, and he told me about how great Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is. Uh, so to me, I was like, I looked a couple things up prior to this conversation, and I had thought that I heard nothing but bad things. Um, well, he quickly changed my mind telling me everything and even let me try it on his computer. Um, so that being said, I went home and bought the damn game. Um, and, so
0: and yeah, you plan it on, you plan it on PC.
1: I'm playing it on Xbox. Well, Xbox, actually yeah. I, I should, I should rephrase that. I played it on Xbox. I am already done with the game. Okay. Um, but there are a couple of things that I do want to touch about it because it honestly, it is one of, it is actually probably my hands down favorite Star Wars game I've ever played. And that's a big, bold statement. Yeah, That's a bold statement, and I know. But the reason being is because never in a Star Wars game, even in Force Unleashed, have I felt so immersed into the Star Wars universe as Mm -hmm. far as, you know, making these lightsaber blocks really matter. I cannot tell you how many times I died playing that game. Um, I started on the very highest difficulty because my friend described it as Dark Souls meets Star Wars.
0: Mm -hmm. So I I was like, all right,
1: let me play it on the hardest difficulty. I got halfway through the game. I realized is when I uh, lowered the difficulty by one because I just couldn't stand. I, I died probably 30 times on the same boss. and I just couldn't do it. My sanity was starting to break.
0: Um, so I let you change it like on the fly. Though. Yep, like, yep. Okay. Anytime, cool.
1: anytime during the game you can switch your difficulty, uh, which is super. It's super convenient. Um, but like I said, the blocking it, it matters to an extreme extent. If you don't, if you don't know how to block or dodge an enemy attack, you are not going to be good at this game. Uh, it's not a hack and slash like force unleashed in my opinion was um it's not like that at all um the force powers are really cool um cal kestis is a very interesting character um i also forget the name of the actor that voices him now but
0: um uh, he's excellent uh, he's he's has things kid from shameless yeah uh, was, that, um, f- was he the one who was on gotham as well uh probably i believe so you talk, I check.
1: Yeah. Uh, so his, his character dynamic is really good. The story, the plot is just excellent. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I sat down and I just wanted to play this game and just keep going and keep going. And, and the worlds are huge. There's so much exploration. Uh, the customization in the game is insane. You can change, you know, your outfit, your poncho. You can change your droid's color, your ship's color. You can change the entire layout from the sleeve to the emitter of your lightsaber and the color. It's just, it's this the whole package when it mm-hmm. comes to a Star Wars game. It's like everything I've wanted in a Star Wars game. So, um that game, I, I if you're a Star Wars fan, I really, really recommend checking it out because also it's it's canon to the story, right? So that's what they announce as. Yeah. So it, as far it as does... everything they
0: make these days is is exactly to some extent, yeah.
1: So you know, this took place, and it opens up a lot of I, I sh- without any spoilers, I should say. It opens up a lot that Star Wars and I guess Disney can do mm-hmm. in in their cinematic universe. It's it's really incredible um and besides that um also another star wars game i picked up battlefront 2 and i've been yes it is um it's i know that it's uh it was very bad when it first came out as uh no offense ea but uh, a lot of your games are when they first released um but my buddy, again, same guy that was talking about Jedi Fallen Order, was like, no, they've, they've really updated it. They've really changed it. It's a lot of fun now. Um, so I gave it a shot. I was already done with Jedi Fallen Order. I may as well try it. And I played through the entire campaign in probably about five, six hours. Well, the, the first campaign, there's technically two. Okay. Um, and the one thing I got to say is that in all of the Battlefronts, there's never been a real story campaign. Right. And then this one, again, just like Jedi Fallen Order, they're they're doing something right with these Star Wars games and their stories. It it was really really good. Um, like I said, I still have the second campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a second campaign. It's called like the regular story, and then there's something called Resurrection. Uh, I haven't really dug into that because I beat it, and I haven't, I haven't had time since. I was literally yesterday.
0: Right. It's um, kind of funny. I was at a I was at a thrift store today, and they had the PS2 Battlefront 2 there. And yeah. I was like, oh, should I get this? And I was like, ah, I probably won't play it anytime soon. I'll just.
1: I also played that yesterday. because yeah. I have that on. I have that on my Xbox as well. well
0: you had to compare the two. <laughs>
1: no, I I didn't buy that. I already had that one. Uh, it was Games with Gold, but yes, that that. The new one is really good, and the story I was really, really blown away with. I was very skeptical going in. Mm-hmm. I, I opened the menu to the single player thing, and I saw it said campaign, and I got real nervous because it was a Battlefront game. Right. Uh, it completely turned. And the first, and the first of the uh,
0: Battlefronts didn't even have any campaign at all. So
1: no, it just had uh, like a basically like a survival mode. Right. Um, which they sort of have in this one. Um, it's there's more it's like a hero test kind of thing um uh, but the the story i can't i cannot express enough how good the story was it, right. it really impressed me and blew me away because again i went in there i mean i might be biased because i'm a huge star wars fan and i went in there with low expectations but
0: right
1: i mean i was impressed
0: yeah i've so. heard that it's that it because you know when it first came out Um, There was some problems, you know, you couldn't really get any of the characters you want to play with. Yeah, it was very pay to win at the time, Uh, and I've heard that that's really been like pulled back. And since sort of all of the content exists now, it's sort of you know one of those situations where they might have turned it around, you know. Um, So that's cool.
1: Let me me say one more thing about just the pay to win thing. Sure. Um, I can see how poed people would be if dark maul was a play, uh, a viable character mm-hmm. because i've played against him and it's not fun so the fact that he was only a viable character when the game first came out i believe right. yeah it's a little it was a little messed up but i'm glad they they don't have that now it, it makes right. it really it makes it a lot more fun when you have access to everyone and you know you can try to to pick and choose how to, to fight your battles.
0: Right. It's really so like go awesome. figure When you uh, <laughs> balance your game around playing. Oh yeah.
1: Go figure. It's, it's once it's balanced, it's fun.
0: <laughs> uh, so real quick on fallen order that, uh, that is who I thought it was. Cameron Monaghan is the, is the actress. Yes. Name. That's and, the name. And he was on Gotham. He played, yes. the, played the character that was maybe the Joker, but maybe not the Joker. They sort of walked that back after he was clearly the Joker. Uh, <laughs> to, Gotham was a strange show. Um, yeah, I'd like to definitely pick up Fallen Order at some point. Um, I think it's neat that even though the uh, Star Wars movies are a total mess right now, they uh, yeah. sort of th- some of the extra stuff. They had a really great year with Mandalorian and Fallen Order coming out. both being very Still haven't season, seen that. So
1: I still haven't seen that show. I'm Mandalorian's
0: black. good. And sort of the way you described Fallen Order um, being like a story that just – opens the universe in some interesting ways right mandalorian does uh some similar things without without ever really trying to connect to the main plot of the movies at all uh, it just exists within the star wars galaxy and cool stuff happens
1: interesting i should i should real quick i, I mean i, I do want to just give my opinion real quick about phone one more time and it's yep. a disclaimer this disclaimer is that in my opinion the ending was really bad oh yeah but the reason I think it was really bad is because it—I felt like it could have kept going.
0: Mm, okay. So I
1: don't know if it means there's a sequel. If there's a well, sequel, I'll be great. Sequel.
0: It did very well.
1: Exactly. That's that's my only issue. If there's a sequel, awesome. If mm. there's not, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. That's all.
0: It's kind of funny, uh, you know, since we were just talking about, you know, go figure balancing your game around gameplay instead of paying for things makes your game better. Uh, Fallen Order is kind of interesting because of the fact that EA has canceled. I think it was a two or three uh, single-player Star Wars games on the on the way to Fallen Order coming out. Yes. And then Fallen Order comes out, big critical success. It sold well. It's just like yeah, it turns out that if you make a good single-player game, people will show up for it. So... And if you
1: just focus on that one instead of trying to do a hundred billion things at a time, oh, yeah, like EA tends to do.
0: Uh, but I'm glad that you liked it. I'm going yes. to pick it up. Uh, I'll get it at some point or I will um, see if maybe my library has it. Um, there you go.
1: I mean, it's, it, it is a decently long game. So if, if you're going to go to the library, just be careful that, you know, you have enough time with it.
0: <laughs> well, but <laughs> I'll do the thing where I rent it and then have to return it. And then a month later, go back and get it again and then repeat two or three times until I finally finish it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sounds about right.
0: Uh so I really quick wanted to talk about um some things that I've been playing, which yes. I don't remember if I if I brought this up before when we talked about it. I've been writing about it on like my own personal blog. Um but I I had a mission at the beginning of this year. I realized I was still paying for Apple Arcade on my phone, but I wasn't really fully feeling like I was enjoying my time on there, you know, and I didn't want to fall into the subscription trap where it's like, oh, it's five bucks a month. I'm going to find something on there that I'm going to like this month that'll be worth five bucks. I decided, no, I would rather spend $5 on a game that I have a much better chance of of liking that I know for sure I will want to spend time with. So what I did was this happened to be a very good time for me to have this thought because there were a lot of um, app store sales at the time. So, I was able to get uh, Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 on mobile for about 12 bucks, I think, is how much it costs. So, for you know, just over two months of Apple Arcade, I've had going on uh, three months worth of uh, right. iPhone entertainment, JRPG good times. Uh, yeah. So, about a year and a half ago, I made a video for you about. Yes. what versions of the Dragon Quest games you could play. And I mentioned the mobile versions just because they existed, but kind of was like I hadn't played them. But people that like mobile games probably would like them. If you don't like mobile games, don't worry about it. So I decided just to pick it up just because I was like, whatever, I'm playing games on my phone. Let me just see what these are like. And they're like really, really good. The port is excellent. It's actually like the same version you would get on the Switch if you bought the Switch version. Right, Uh, minus obviously this has touch controls. The switch version would not have touch controls, um, but it uses it's otherwise it's the same port. Um, so they have I'm gonna have to like look at it while I'm talking about it so I can like explain some of the stuff. Um, it's like 16 bit, so it has like a whole new uh coat of paint basically compared to um how they looked on the NES versions because if you go back to the NES versions, they look like hot junk. Uh, the, the Game Boy Color versions are pretty look great and they're pretty good for being Game Boy Color games, but they suffer from the fact that the screen is super zoomed in. So you can't really see like everything that you want to be able to see while you're running around on the map. You know, It's really hard to navigate if you don't know where you're going. Um, so, so these games, super colorful, have like 16-bit um, sort of Super Nintendo style, like HD Super Nintendo, basically, if you can imagine, um, style <laughs> graphics. Um, so I can't imagine. So they're really good to look at while you're doing it while you're playing the game., uh, the touch controls are actually like pretty good. Um, you could play the whole game in one hand if you if you want. Um, so, and you can also like set like which like where you want on the screen you want the um, like movement controls to be. So you know, like the way I play it is I play it with like the movement all the way to the left, of the screen, so I can basically like use my left hand. Yeah, you know, just to do that. And then I can use my right hand if I'm using both hands to like select the menu and stuff like that. Uh, and then when you get into battles, it's just, you know, clicking the buttons, you know, which again is one of those things where you're like, oh, who, do I really want to just click stuff? But it ends up being um,
1: still satisfying.
0: Just, yeah, just as, just as good as using buttons and a little bit faster even than using buttons, you know, um, there, yeah. there were a couple of times where I wouldn't be paying attention and, and I would accidentally like press something on. bump a button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so the, uh, like the button to flee is like right below the button to attack. And if been, figured it. there's been a couple of times where I was in like a boss battle and I would hit flee and you can't flee and then you would just get attacked.
1: That um,
0: sucks. Um, so yeah, so mechanically, I think they're really great ports. Um, and so I also decided to play them in order. So I've actually at this point have finished all three of them. And I was really impressed by how much the first game held up because it is kind of, you know, archaic and the game doesn't really tell you anything. You know, it expects you to have a fat manual next to you to flip it and get like all the context of what's happening in the game. Uh, you're just sort of left to figure things out and you just sort of wander around until you figure out the right town to go to, you know? So like, yeah. so I didn't remember anything about the game. So I'm like wandering around trying to figure stuff out. Um, there's a point in the game pretty early on where like you start to think you, you know what's happening and it starts to feel like a more traditional alright I got the item, I'm going to do the next item this is going to turn into the quest sort of thing but instead you just give like trade in the item that you that you just got from a dungeon and then nothing happens and you're expecting the guy to tell you what to do next and you don't get any hints and you're just like well I guess I got to go explore some more to figure some stuff out again mm-hmm. uh, but it somehow ends up still being like super charming and a lot of fun and it's um it's a really simple rpg just to sort of dip your toe into you know like again i wanted to just at the beginning of this year have something that i could almost like uh mindlessly play you know in a way right but without, but without you know a lot of mobile games are mindless but i don't want to have all that stuff being thrown at me <laughs> so all
1: i got to say is that you know well, a couple years ago i might have been the guy that made fun of the people that played mobile games I might, I might've been, um, but now as you know, I'm, I'm a bit older, Mm. I realize it's just convenient and it's an easy time killer and it, you know, sometimes they're, they're fun and entertaining, you know, Uh and it's cool to get a couple of friends in on a phone game, you know, like if you're just bored, uh, I recently actually, (laughs) I'm on a Star Wars binge. If you can't tell, I downloaded right. Star Wars: uh, Galaxy of Heroes on my phone, and it's basically Marvel Strike Force but Star Wars. Right. So I'm getting myself into another one of those. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not everybody's niche, but I, def- I definitely see the uh, the appeal to it at this point.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I definitely recommend doing something like this. Where if you if you're somebody who, um might want to play a game on your phone or might want to have something like in your pocket that you could take, you know, anywhere, I would definitely recommend maybe picking up something like one of these um, mobile ports just because they're full games, you know, they're not super expensive, especially if you can get them on sale. Like I said, I got these three games for 12 bucks total, you know, Um, and like I said, they're all good. I would definitely recommend, like if you've never played these games before, you know, I think I'm certainly going to walk back what I said a year and a half ago about like the order you should play these games in because I said if you're going to play any of the original three to play the third one first, um, I've actually changed my mind on that. I do think you should just play them in order because like you can see them building on each other. The first game you only have one uh, character in your party, so it's just you versus every monster. The second game uh, the second game would actually be like be my favorite so far, and that, which is a huge shock to me because that game is super super grindy, um, but because the, the mobile version has quick save, you can just jump in and out of the game whenever and it really like cuts down on feeling like you're really stuck in a grind. You know, you just right. do a couple battles and you're done. Um, second game, you start as just one dude and then you recruit um, two other people eventually. Uh, and then the third game, you build, like you have your hero character and then you add three people from like a roster of different classes, you know? Um, right. So the third one ends up if you're, if you already are like sort of super into RPGs and you're already super into games with job systems, the third one is good because of that, you know, and being able to experiment with different builds and stuff like that. Um, I thought it was not very user-friendly for that kind of uh, kind of game, you know, coming off of a special like modern games, like Bravely Default that have really great job systems and explain the job systems really well. Uh, yeah. Like I, I went, like a dozen hours into the game before i realized that i could actually just swap party members so like you so you have to go to like a like a recruitment house basically to like get people on your team and i just assumed that okay this is my team and if i want to change it i have to get rid of the person on my team but you can actually just like bench people and take somebody else out so if you have like a thief on your team but you want to try out a warrior instead you can just bench the thief and take the warrior out for a while and then later go you know what i want my same thief back you don't have to start over <laughs> so right i was like well there goes half my game and i didn't even know i could do that um but i digress um definitely worth with playing all the three of those games uh and playing them in, in order because they each reference each other in some really interesting ways and the, the story in three I think that game gets off to like to a really rocky start, but the story in the third one ends up being maybe the best, definitely the best of those three. But it hits some really interesting notes, and especially thinking of it as a game that came out, you know, in the late '80s uh, and had some of the stuff in it. I know some of it's been updated, but it had some of the stuff in it, you know, way back then. Uh, right. It's, it's just pretty impressive, you know, and it's impressive to know that these games still hold up
1: uh, against some it. of the modern stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure, yeah. So, mobile versions of these games are great. Definitely recommend. Um, I'm thinking of of also playing the fourth one on here. Um, I've heard that that version of number four people consider it to be the definitive version. Um, but I need to wait for that one to go on sale. It's fourteen dollars right now, and I don't want to spend fourteen dollars on that game when I already have. See, I didn't have. I don't currently have like a legit version of those of those three games. So right. I was like, oh, I'll just spend the money. But like I have the DS version of number four. So I might just play that if I really, really feel like I need to. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so that's Dragon Quest. Everybody go check it out. Um, I think it's time to talk about Final Fantasy VII. Yes. And why it's my most anticipated game of the year. So where to start? So... <laughs> So, so you haven't watched, like, any Let's Plays of this or anything? Like, you know nothing about this demo besides the fact I've, that it exists?
1: I have watched people play the – well, I haven't watched anybody play it. I've only seen gameplay, in, you know, at the conferences and the,
0: okay. With the, the trailers, trailers and, stuff. and
1: stuff. Yep. Okay. I haven't so, watched anybody play it. All
0: right. So structurally, so this demo is just the first – mission of the game um, where you um, ride into town on the train and you blow up um, a macro reactor because cloud uh, joins a band of terrorists. Um, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so the demo is just like, it's just that it's up to the first like true boss of the game. Um it can take you anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour and a half, basically depending on how much you want to run around and how much you wanna um you know experiment. Bad. I'm inflating that time a little bit. I think I got through it in a little bit less than an hour. Um, but I also wasn't like belly gagging, you know. Um right. I wasn't really trying to grind or anything, you know. Um sure. but yeah, so you get through that first mission. So it starts off like just flat out amazing, you know, because they they stay pretty true to the opening of the original game, you know, because yeah. again, because they just they just basically lifted the first chunk of the game out of the game and this is the demo. So it opens as if it's the original, as if it's the game, you know, um, with that really iconic, you know, music spelling up and then you see Aerith's face and she walks out into the street, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it just looks gorgeous and <laughs> unreal how incredible this flipping game looks. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've tweaked a couple of things that in, in, the, um, in there to sort of suggest like the original game, Aerith gets up and walks out of the, the alleyway for like no apparent reason. And this game still, still looks like she's like running away from something. Um, they tweak some stuff to have like Cloud come off the train at a slightly different time, you know. So like there's, like, there's some minor differences, but they've stayed like very faithful to the spirit of it. Um, the big thing... Then I guess we should just, you know, dive right into, is the combat, and how different it is from the original game. we were talking about right. being a menu-based JRPG, um, somewhat turn-based. But I, I, I push back against the notion that uh, Final Fantasy active time battle system was actually turn-based in the first place. But anyway, um, the uh, this game is just it's an action game, basically an action game with a twist. So I think it's kind of somewhere in between um, Final Fantasy 15, which you've played, yes, and with a with a little Dirge sprinkle. you no, no. okay, thank God. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we'll have to see uh, what how how it feels when you get Vincent on your team. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say it's like Final Fantasy 15 mixed with Final Fantasy 12, uh, and I say that because so. 15 is just straight up like sort of Kingdom Hearts style, you know, everything happens in the field, you know, yeah, you know, it's all real time. When you want to go into your menu, I guess you can pause that game while in battle, right? But when you go and you want to go into your menu to like use spells and potions, like the game keeps going, you know, yeah. Um, whereas in Final Fantasy 12, what happens is you know, you um, you set up your team so basically like they're just gonna do everything on their own. And then, when you want to have them do something different, so like if you tell your characters, go attack, they're just going to attack. And then if you want someone to use a spell, you know, you'll hit the, the button to open up their spell menu and the game pauses. And then you select the, the spell, then they load the spell and do the spell. Um, so, this game's kind of like a combo of those two because you control, whereas in Final Fantasy 12, you don't actively control the attack actions. In um, the Seven Remake, you do control. Cloud's attacks. You press the square button to do a basic attack. You can hold it in to do like a small small combo. Um, You tell him what to do. Uh, The holding thing where you hold the square button feels similar to 15 where you hold the circle button to have Noctis do his moves. Um, So they're similar in that way too. Uh, But then when you want Cloud to do a spell or use an item, then it opens up a menu and you pick the spell you pick the target you know um and the same thing goes with when you want to do like his limit break you know you'll you'll open up your menu you'll choose limit break uh and it actually looks like i don't think it actually 100 percent pauses the menu it pauses the game like it just goes into a super 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 slow yeah they said that when they
1: first announced the game in the combat yeah, they like... said it's like It doesn't pause it, it's just a very slow-mo...
0: Right, like I let it run for like a minute one time, and like nothing happened to me, like nobody was able to hurt me in that time because it was, that's how slow it is. But I guess like hypothetically... We need to do this, we need to do this for science. Something could happen, yeah. We need to do this for science. But like I literally mean like I I was playing it, and like my wife comes into the room and asks me a question, and I paused, like and I just opened up the battle menu, and I'm talking to her for a minute, and Cloud's like mid-swing of his sword, <laughs> you know, uh, and nobody was like hurting him at the time, you know. Um, I think it's m- probably more of like a sort of style choice more than as like a practical, you know, thing, because it looks cool when that happens, because everything goes yeah. real slow and it gets blue. And um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how they've attempted to give it some kind of like turn-based, menu-based vibe. Even though it is basically an action game, you know, no. um, because what they've also done is like you know, in like Final Fantasy 15, you can just spam your attacks and never touch anything else in the game, and you'll be able to get through the game. This one, at least from this mission, feels like they've really, I don't know, as I know, it's up for debate, but come on, you get the you get the idea. You could just—it's not Kingdom
1: Hearts, Alex. You know, come on, you,
0: you could you could just you know. Force your way through it but i feel like this game really um wants you to interact with those other things you know because basically so you you do your like your square attack is like a basic attack and you can do like a basic combo but your like actual strong moves that are going to like really deal damage and like your finishing moves are all tied to um to Cloud's ATB bar, so they they have one in in the game, but it's kind of like I don't really know if there's like another reference point to describe it, like. But basically, it's like a little you know bar that fills up, and when it gets full, you can use like a stronger attack, or you actually does, it,
1: does it. fill up over time or over like the amount of basic attacks you land?
0: Both. So it will fill up over time slowly, but it fills up more quickly if you're doing stuff.
1: So it's kind yeah. so of like it, Final Fantasy Thirteen's ATB bar and then I can't think of another game to mix it with. I'm not going to lie.
0: I guess, kind of like that. Because, um, like, it's kind of an interesting situation where, like, you can... Like, when this happens in, like, the last boss... in the In the boss battle, you know, you can, like, hide and keep your distance, and it'll fill up slowly, you know, but you're, like, rewarded for, you know, going in and doing some damage, because then it fills up, you know? It's almost like... Like I kind of felt like the real way to play the game is, you know, the attacks are almost not even for damage. You know, they're more for you charging. Do, yeah, charge your ATB so that you can do spells and so that you can do, you know, like like Cloud's Braver attack is actually like tied to this ATB bar. Um, right. You know, so that's kind of like where they they mesh the two things together uh, and. They really, they really push you towards having to do that, you know. Like you find, sure. you find like an enemy really early on. He's like that. Um, it's like the car that you have to fight, <laughs> which looks sort of really strange in this in this thing. Uh, and you have to use like fire magic on it in order to like hurt it um, or stagger it, is what they say. So like basically, you like knock it down, and then you can actually do more damage. Um, so basically, you have to be able to build up your ATB bar so that you can use fire so that you can then actually deal damage with your attacks, you know? And the same thing happens when you get to the actual like boss of the mission, where you have to use um, lightning magic, uh, or is it thunder, I forget which, I forget which one they call it, but we'll say thunder magic, um, to stagger it, and then you'll be able to do your actual strong moves, you know? So they really, they really do require you to use just, you know, not just, spam attack, 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 attack. You have to use attack and then you have to use the menu based stuff. You have to use your brain. You know. Basically, yeah, there is a little bit of sort of strategic action going on. Um, they do also introduce Barrett in the demo. So you get to switch over to him. You can switch party members in battle. In yep. um, just one mission, I feel like Barrett doesn't really get a lot that he can do because he's he's really designed for like fighting, you know, distance enemies. There's a couple like turrets they put up in places that he shoots at. Um, but he doesn't, like, really feel good to use in the same way that Cloud feels good. Like, they really made Cloud's sword feel heavy and dangerous when he's swinging that thing around, you know, so I think they probably just want you to just be Cloud all the time, and then you can give commands to the other party members, so you can just tell Barrett, hey, shoot that thing up there. I'm gonna be over here with my sword, you know, come get it when you're done, basically. (laughs) Uh, But could also um, just
1: be that it's the beginning of the game and you don't have enough uh, yeah, abilities I mean, and stuff like that you know
0: yeah and he needs other weapons too you know so that might be yeah uh, you know interesting to, to that's see, always something see that to,
1: does, to look forward to you know
0: and and you know you get i'm really interested to see uh how tifa's stuff feels in battle because you and everyone else from the yeah from the trailer <laughs> The trailer she looks like you know really quick and like her moves sort of like jolt her around the field the way she's like punching things. Uh, and now that I have a feel for how like Cloud feels and how he moves around that space, I sort of have an an impression of what that might feel like to be Tifa instead. Um, so that is very exciting. Yes, Um, and what else? Those are like the, the sort of major impressions. You know, they've also like they went all in on like the uh. The character designs and like the voices and they really expanded like the dialogue that you get with uh, Jesse Biggs and Wedge in that first section um, so like all three of those characters are super cool um, and there's some other stuff I don't necessarily know if, if this counts as a spoiler or not because they've so sorry, I won't say it I'll just assume it does they've like tweaked something about the ending of the mission that is not in the original game that has some interesting story implications uh, for, for later. Um, which is already causing some debate amongst people. Some people think that this particular change, you know, changes the context you're supposed to understand, Avalanche, um, the terrorist group that, that Cloud joins, that Barrett runs. Uh, while my first take was that they were trying to do something interesting and different with Shinra, um, the bad guys. So we'll see how that pans out, but uh basically, like that kind of stuff made me interested to see what changes they've made because they've been very open about the fact that there's going to be changes, you know yeah.
1: um,
0: so that game is out in I think actually like exactly a month from now it comes out on April tenth, so I think it's uh, the 10th, yeah we have we have a month until it comes out um, yes. I'm really excited there was like a moment where I was like loading it up and wondering like. You know, every time we talk about it here, you know, we talk about the fact that they're just getting the hype like impossibly high and every single oh, thing I they know. put out seems cooler and cooler. Um, playing this so far was like, it it made me hopeful that maybe there's really something interesting here. Maybe they have really stuck the landing on it, you know?
1: I had—I think we all had a feeling that this was gonna happen. I mean, to me, this, this has been really exciting like seeing this unfold because you know how much I enjoyed Fifteen. Um, you know it was the first Final Fantasy that was full action, and mm-hmm. you know that uh, even growing up, I never was really all about the turn-based strategy games. You know, it was, it was difficult for me to stay focused on. Um, so for me to be able to to see this, I mean, uh, this this is probably the only turn-based strategy game that I've ever watched you play in in its entirety. So. Mm-hmm uh that's that's some pretty uh some pretty big shoes to fill
0: yeah Yeah. so
1: i'm excited i'm excited i mean i'm i'm more than likely uh gonna pick up a console honestly to uh to get it once it comes out yeah but uh we'll see we'll see see what side and we'll see what happens. i never said i was switching never said i was switching i just said i was gonna get it for this (laughs) i i am i will do that i'm considering it
0: right I think, it'll, I think it'll be worth it,
1: yeah, for sure,
0: yeah. if you like it once like I find out different.
1: what's going on with how many discs and once I know the whole game is released, that is when I will do that.
0: Well, we're not gonna know that for a little while, I don't think unfortunately exactly so I this time. game this game by itself is two discs. I'm pretty sure they had like like the uh back of the box like <laughs> leaked like a week ago or, or two. um, so this might have been debunked. I didn't see anybody debunking it, but uh but apparently. Oh, uh it's like it's already a two disc game I don't understand uh, uncompressed cutscenes probably is what I'm thinking probably it went all in on the cinematics and stuff I mean like I said, it looks like outrageously good, you know, just like yeah on a graphics level, just
1: no I mean that's fine, fine. I mean by the time honestly, by the time this whole game's out, I think uh the p s five full collection for it is gonna be out, so uh maybe I'll just end up doing that
0: right. Oh. my um so we'll, pro- we'll probably hear something about it at D 3 what you know the full the full thing is going to be yes. uh i would like to point everybody to um a, a short thread that tim rogers did last week so tim rogers guy who over the last couple of years he did a full he did like an 11 part video series where he like went through the japanese version of final fantasy 7 and like live translated sections of it and talked about like the differences between the Japanese script and the English script that we originally got, which was infamously terrible. And, right. and he also, at one point, figured out how much, like what percentage of the game, di- uh, what percentage of the game's dialogue took place in Midgar, since this first section is supposed to be just Midgar. So, which you'll see a lot of people saying is like, oh, Midgar is like one-tenth of the game. And that's kind of not really true. It's It's at least 25% of the original game. Uh, based on tim rogers's you know things and other things that i've seen people sort of corroborate this um so his theory was that it'll probably be three games in the series this first game is all of midgar the second game would be the rest of disc one and then the third game would be all of this two and all of Disc three because there's almost nothing on the original disc three um that could be interesting I'd be okay with sense. three, four. I think is pushing it. Two would be the I best. Fit. Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say. I was gonna say, really? So you'd be okay with three? I was like, I'm kind of pissed that there's more than one to begin with, but yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: we're, we're just gonna, gonna have to down. see, you know, what the pacing feels like, and, and you know, how point. they've how they've adapted it. Because, like I said, there's there's hints even in this little thing, you know, the way that they've really like added stuff to the character of even Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, who are pretty minor characters in the original version um, you know they really make you like those guys immediately in this one Yeah, you know, so they're expanding even basic stuff like that um, so
1: here's my question to you do you think it's going to make that uh, this is going going to have so many changes mm-hmm that it's going to constitute them making three games, even though the original game was on three discs and the, obviously the size and the, you know, it, it, that's different, but uh, you'd you really be okay with three discs all more than likely at full price. Well, like three games, I'd be, I I'd be
0: okay with it. I would prefer, since we know for like, so here's my thing. It's like, we know, <laughs> we know that it's not one game. We've known that for a while, so i made my peace And
1: I still already don't like that.
0: I, I would, well, so so my sort of thing is that, like, I don't, I don't, too, I have two feelings about that. Number one, like, I don't get any value anymore out of being upset that it's more than one game because it's done. They've, they've decided it's going to be more than one game, you know. So here's. If, if they really draw it, no, I just would say, if they really draw it out, then I'll get upset again. You know, okay. right now, I'm just going to, I want to just try to enjoy this game. But the other right. thing is that I'm excited about, like, this is a story I know very well. I've played all the compilation games that were released in English anyway. Um, So the idea that they could tell me something new, you know, tell a new version of this story, introduce things that I haven't experienced before, give me a new reason to visit this story. That is like the thing that actually excites me the most about it, you know? Okay, So
1: here's here's my question that I was going to get around to at the end of that. Right. To you because mm-hmm. to me, this is what it seems like, that they're going to make this Final Fantasy Seven situation into a Final Fantasy Thirteen.
0: Well, no, they flat out said that, that they're, that they're doing it as like if that. it's like a series, like how Final Fantasy Thirteen was.
1: I don't like that. Yeah. I, I hate Final Fantasy 13 I've been over this with you many, and many times. I hate that game, and if they plan on keeping, to keep doing this with Final Fantasy, I won't play anymore. <laughs>
0: Well, what, I really so won't. Well, so just to make sure, I want to understand like what you like. What did you mean by that thing? Because I took that to mean that you were saying like how they did a trilogy of Final Fantasy thirteen games. It, like, first of all, at?
1: first of all, yes. I mean, besides the fact that the game is garbage, the fact that they decided to drag that game on for three games, just mm-hmm. trying to make money because one country enjoyed it for some odd reason. Um, it's it's a terrible game. It's the worst Final Fantasy I've ever played. Like I, I played. I think there's three discs in that game, and I played through two and half of the third one and i got to and i said there's no point that i just mm-hmm. did all of this it, there's no reason it, you you play for hours and hours and you feel like you accomplished nothing mm-hmm. and that's why i don't think you should drag it out because they're dragging this out who's going to say that all of that empty space is going to be entertaining that's what. Fi- that's the issue with Final Fantasy Thirteen. They dragged it out for so long, and the crap in the middle just was not good mm-hmm. at all. The beginning, great. It just just takes a real quick dive. So that's my fear about this. Right, but I could be wrong. I don't know.
0: There's no way to know. Yeah, I sort of took it to mean that they had uh, that they had they had they had used the uh, 13 trilogy as like a reference point to say that rather than like their whole pitch is like rather than looking at this as a remake of a PS one game to look at it as taking the PS one game as a foundation for like a new series based on the same story, you know,
1: Um, but my whole fear is that it's going to get dragged on for too long and there's not enough substance in them at
0: all. Yeah. I guess that's, that's just my fear. Yeah, I I I don't think that they'll do. Like, I really, I personally think that they would not do more than three. Like, that's sort of what I'm thinking. Unless they have massively, unless you just get to play Crisis Core in the middle of this game, you know, like, (laughs) and they remade that from the ground up. I don't think they could. I don't think they could justify going past three. Um, we'll see what happens beyond that, you know. But I'm trying to stay optimistic about. oh i mean
1: i mean it it looks everything looks great that's the only fear that i have with the game that's it is that they're gonna just drag it out and because like i said final fantasy 13 the first one it starts out great it it keeps you invested for like the first disc and then about halfway through the second disc it's just like why am i still playing this game at least to me i mean i well, i know there's a lot I of people think, that like it but i i just don't well
0: that's kind of interesting because like one of the main things that uh that people say about this game is not like i, I haven't heard too many people say about which we're, we're taking just this one game in particular here the one that takes place in midgar most of what i hear people saying things like it's going to be too short you know like they can't possibly drag it out enough you know so i actually would right. be really interesting to find out that they have taken This game to such an extent where they have actually stretched it out to 70 hours or something absurd. Well,
1: that's, I think that's the whole point. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that it's it's either too long and just empty. I'm just saying that the pacing needs to be correct. If it's, Mm -hmm. if Midgar is extremely short and it's basically what, you know, you got in the first disc, there is no reason that they should be selling it at three because that's, you know, it's a small portion of the game. They're basically ripping you off Mm -hmm. at that point. If you do, you know it's too long. Okay, yeah, you get more game out of it, but is it still going to be entertaining? Right. So there's there's both sides of the extreme. It's just a matter of are they going to do it right or not?
0: Right. Yeah. So we'll see. It's what, it's what we'll find out in a month.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll only find out the first part in a month. Find the rest out. Well, we'll find out like if, they, if they they
0: right. we'll find out if they stick the landing on on Midgar. Yeah. Because um, that's what I think. You know if. If they stick the landing on making Midgar feel like it needed to be a whole game, then I think we're probably in a good spot for the right. rest of them because they've yeah something out there.
1: I dare be the the only person to question the the game that everybody's been.
0: No, you're definitely not the only about. person. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people that I've uh, that I follow that you know have similar opinions and, and feelings that like it probably shouldn't have been split into different games. You know, and yeah. Um, I mean, I guess someday we'll probably find out if they ended up sticking with this just because like it was a plan they had six years ago when they announced the thing to do it in episodes, you know, right. and then they decided, wait, maybe we shouldn't do it in episodes, but they had already gone down that path too far. And now they have to release a game because it's been six years. So rather than, cause like this doesn't, they're not, they're not releasing final fantasy seven remake episode one, you know, they're just calling it final fantasy seven remake. Okay. So either they have somehow snuck an entire game in here and lied about it, basically, you know, not telling anybody that it's actually only just part one of a game, you know, or, or you
1: could you could probably figure that out by how big the download size is, honestly.
0: Like I said, it's two. It's supposed to be. It's supposedly two full Blu-rays, so it's like a hundred gigs of stuff going on there. It's possible. So, so either they. It's possible that they're
1: they're doing a story like that. And I'm just uh,
0: so either they did that, which I don't think they did, uh, or. Um, they uh, maybe they, you know, just needed to get part one done, you know, and the next one is not even like part two. They said it's like a new trilogy of games. Next one is just Final Fantasy Seven Two, you know. So enough with the
1: the number, and then two, like ten two, thirteen two. I'm good. Yeah, stop.
0: Ten two was the beginning of the end in a lot of ways. (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, That's in, why do you think I'm such a hater on Final Fantasy Thirteen?
0: because I got sequels? Yes, I the uh,
1: sequels are never the answer people. Just get it in your um, just get it in your scroll
0: i uh, I haven't played any of the Final Fantasy Thirteen games actually, um, uh, but I know that the second one is actually the one that people tend to like the most and has like the highest ratings and everything. so
1: I couldn't get through the first one. It's this
0: i don't know well anyways shelf. i'll play it someday um but yeah so i guess we sort of went somewhere with that discussion yeah but, uh, <laughs> as we do as we do but uh but it's good so you know that game's gonna come out in a month and we'll be talking about it a lot then you know yep. and
1: some other games are coming out soon that i've been excited for so we'll be able
0: to what talk you, about this you, something you want to shout out what's coming up marvel before? avengers No, well, that got delayed until yeah, it got
1: it got delayed, but it's still coming. Gotta
0: wait a little while.
1: (laughs) Still coming. I'm getting closer. I've been excited for that, and you know, you know how long.
0: Yeah, I think actually, like that, FF7 is like the only thing on my list coming out anytime soon. You know, it's that, and uh, like I guess Yakuza Seven, but that doesn't even have a US release date yet. So, right. You know. So it'd be cool right. if this game was really long because it's the only thing I really want to play for a little while. Yes. Until Crystal Chronicles gets an effing release date. Don't either. <laughs> no,
1: we're not getting into that. We've already, already rambled. Out.
0: Bail, out. bail, bail, bail. Okay, so yeah, so Anyways. we'll wrap up this one. So thanks everybody for hanging out through that long digression into what the heck even is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> tired, but I'm optimistic. Yes. So thanks everybody for hanging out for this one. Uh, again, you know what to do. If you found us on YouTube, please like this video, drop us some comments on what you're thinking about Final Fantasy VII Remake, whether you're positive on it, whether you're negative on it. It's all good. We're all friends here. Uh, and remember to subscribe to the channel so you see more videos like this when they come out. So you can be the first person to know when we when I get my copy of FF7, hold it in my hands. I'll I'll film myself putting it in my PlayStation. i <laughs> myself
1: playing it too.
0: Yes. Uh, and if we if we end up streaming that, you can find that at Twitch.tv slash g one I don't know if it's actually as a slash or not, but in that case, does it just direct? Is that just your UR, your own custom URL, your username on Twitch? I don't even know. yes it must it, be. Yeah, it, it does. No.
1: com slash you. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, so we're uh, at Brotherly Love G1 on Twitch, yes. um, and you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and on Twitter.
1: I was gonna say on Twitter at Brotherly Love G1 as well, where we send updates about what we're doing. Like we'll we will probably tweet right before this video goes up, so you guys can be the first ones to know. And we have whole discussions with people there sometimes. So yes, it's always fun.
0: Yeah, you know, so I tweet about. Pokemon news and things. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Alex, Alex recently made a very popular tweet that I decided to pop off, and it was blowing my phone up. It was dropping it
0: nuts. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, you got to check it. No, I was getting <laughs> like forty. I got like forty likes, I was. I don't, I don't
0: pay attention. Life. Yeah. So that's what you got to do. Is you got to you know you, you drop the bomb and then you walk away and you don't look back at it. <laughs> and True. You, gotta, you drop you drop a popular tweet and then you walk away. Yep. So okay, cool. Alright. Let's wrap this one up. All right, um, we did every we promote everything, so you know where to find us, and we'll see everybody next time. So long, friends.
1: See you guys.